hotter than Post Malone at a tattoo parlor. This is Jono Ben and Sharon. It is the edge. Jono Ben and Sharon, Thursday afternoon. Welcome along to the show. Shahoo! Shahoo! Do you know our friend Jeremy? thinks he invented Shahu. Oh, my God, I've heard this story before, and yeah. he is full of it. He thinks he invented Shahu, and we always argue that we would debate that hundreds of years of Pacific Island culture... Yes, invented... ...might differ yes. from the fact that a white guy from Ponsonby invented Shahu. <laughs> exactly, Jeremy. <laughs> but it's one of those things that you say, you're like, well, I, I don't know if I can prove that. No, he's, we've never been able to prove it. But we know 100% for sure that you didn't. He hey. said he went to a, a college with... Uh, it was him and quite a high Pacific Island community. Mm. He reckons he's it one day and it just caught on through the Pacific Island community like wildfire. He is such an idiot. And then a hundred years before that they started to yeah. <laughs> ripped him off. John o, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Producer Dan in the studio with us right now and uh, yesterday we sent you down uh, because we got a, we got a big tip off that Pink was at a certain place. Yeah, yeah, Pink, the pop star in New Zealand playing a few shows if you haven't heard. We got a Pink tip. And uh, all day mm. yesterday you claimed that you went down and you saw Pink um, outside the casino. Yeah, to be honest, I'm over it now. Like, you know, I, it's, I know I saw her. She knows I saw her. You told <laughs> she me remembers. Before, you told me before you left, if I see Pink, I'll flip my phone into record. Yeah, and, and then, then you saw her and you didn't record anything and you didn't get a photo and you had no proof of using a taxi. Yeah, that was sellout Dan that said that. Moralistic Dan got down there and was like, oh, hold on, that's a bit weird to film some pop star behind her back when she's walking with her kid. She's not going to know. Okay, so, so this has divided the office as to whether Dan... Yeah, actually, me off. He's got no photographic evidence. He's got no audio evidence. Mm. All we're doing is taking his word. Now, we were having a meeting before. Ryan, our boss, he doesn't believe you. Ben doesn't believe you. Mm. I, I, Ken, believe, I believe you. Where's your receipts for the taxis that you were claiming back? I've got, I've got them on my phone. Show what? them to me. Okay, well, this, this is really good radio. So. <laughs> Listen, in the meantime, you can play some audio that I recorded mm. secretly out in the office. The debate was still raging yeah. on 24 hours later. So you were lying? No! I swear on my life. No! Why would anybody... No! So very heated yeah. and a very high pitched voice as well. Having yeah. a lot of trouble finding the receipt no, here for the go. taxi. No, so, yeah, look, here it is. Four believe- five from College Hill in Ponsonby to four ten Victoria Street West Auckland. Six dollars eighty three. And then I came home. Oh. That doesn't prove that he saw home. her. No, though. that's what I was just saying. That proves you we got in a taxi. You had a lovely taxi trip yeah, to the no, city. I don't yeah. believe you. No, I believe you were in a taxi. Oh. I believe that part that no one's questioning whether you got into a taxi. I'll or not. take this to my grave and so will Pink. She knows I saw her. She was creeped out by me when I walked up to her. So I had brunch with Pink today. <laughs> yeah. And she said she didn't see you. Oh, no, you didn't. Where's oh. the receipt for your Uber, Uber ride? <laughs> Sharon didn't get a photo or any audio either. Yeah, no. where's, your, where's your photo? But see, anyone can say they saw Pink. So, okay, I went home to the edge. This is what we want to open up right now. <laughs> Dan's so wound Did up. Did you see producer Dan <laughs> no, seeing Pink I don't care about your house of lies. Moved on from that. I went home to the edge. What do you wish you could prove? That This is something that you've told people people and they just don't believe you and you have no hard evidence to prove it happened but you know it happened okay 3343 on the text what do you wish that you could prove maybe you saw a famous person maybe you did something miraculous like flip a cup seven times and it landed with liquid in base down i did that no one believed me I still don't believe you. No, it doesn't sound like something Seven times. No maybe, way. Maybe your name's Pink and you want to phone up and prove Dan's point. <laughs> Joe, yours is very unbelievable. What happened? No one believed that I had a fling with old Cindy Crawford when the uh, Hilton was first built, when the Viaduct was first built. Met her at the Pelican down there and uh, the 
at the pub in uh, Meadow there, yes, I didn't have my beer goggles on, but it was definitely Cindy Crawford because I saw in the paper the next day that she was in town, so yeah. Oh, okay, so hold on. You Cindy Crawford, international superstar model, you know, like actor as well. She was in New Zealand and you had a fling with her. Yeah, and I'm just a simple tradie, just a simple builder, mate. So, you know, no one believes the story at Smoko, that's for sure. And so what, wow. Cindy Crawford was in a pub called The Pelican? Yeah, or well, Providor, whatever it's called, the old one. Provid- I think the- you mean Providor. The Pelican is a different sort of club. Okay, so... Yeah, it wasn't that night. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was <laughs> Providor. Back when it was first built, yeah. So it was definitely Cindy Crawford, and uh, she was tall, because I'm quite short myself, so she was about six foot ten. Okay, and so you, what, went back to her hotel room? You went back to the hotel room. I was thinking, I hope I don't get charged for this wine, because it was quite expensive wine I was drinking, and she told me it was a $400 bottle. And I was like, oh, have you got water or something? <laughs> And so what? And so did you stay the night? Oh, yeah, I stayed the night and had a nice big breakfast. I was a bit late for work the next day, but, yeah, no, it was great. She was over here for some something she was doing. I wasn't too interested in the work, that's for sure. It's true. This is the best story. He's really downplayed. I don't know if it's true, but I love the fact that you wouldn't drink the wine that Cindy Crawford offered you and just insisted on having water. Um, Was it everything you hoped and dreamed of when it came to hooking up with a supermodel? It was everything I dreamed of, but unfortunately I had the StarTech 3000 flip phone with no camera, so I can't can't prove it, but hey, it was everything I dreamed it to be. Oh, that's this, amazing, Stu. I, oh. I, believe, I believe Stu. I believe Stu. I believe Stu as well. Yeah, someone's texting 3343. I threw a nail in the air, hit it with a hammer, threw a hammer at it, and then it went bang into the wall. See, I believe this. Good. Wow. I believe this when we text, but then we tried to call them three times, and I text them and said, can we call you on the show, and they just went scarce, which makes me think... They didn't do it. You know the greatest day of my life? I was looking after Oscar when he was a baby and he had a child's basketball hoop. The basketball hoop was 35 metres away from where I was. Okay. okay? Tiny basketball. I was like, watch this, mate. I threw it with one hand. Where were you? Like, At home. <laughs> he's got a 35-metre <laughs> yeah, just trying to work out the... 35-metre lounge. I feel like he's embellished this. Okay. Okay. Straight away, don't may believe have, okay. him. 3.5 metres. It may have been 10. Okay, maybe 35. <laughs> it was 4K away. Okay. Okay. It may have been 15 metres away. Okay. It was just 10 and now okay. it's 15. <laughs> already, already this sounds like a BS story. But anyway. I threw the mini ball. It bounced off the ground off the wall, off the neighbour's fence and went straight through the hoop. I am not lying. And I was like, this is the greatest day of my life. It was a shaky start if you weren't lying. (laughs) This is the greatest day of my life. And this kid isn't even going to be tell what a legend his father is. That's because it didn't happen. (laughs) It happened. Why would I make that up? Okay, I start 35. I really embellish the meterage. It's It's very hard to come back once you get caught lying on the first part. No, and it bounced off so many things. (laughs) (laughs) It was so full of crap. Not full of crap. Yeah, Yeah, it bounced off his head. Off to a wall. An old lady okay, was on a okay. mobility scooter outside. It knocked uh, her out. Then it went off her. Uh, John O, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. Now Steve Jobs is the founder of uh, Apple. Uh, yeah. he, he started up the Apple company, and uh, he's just released. Well, his daughter's actually released a book. You're saying, John. yeah. Well, he passed away. Was it last year Steve Jobs yeah. passed away? Uh, very sad. than that. Was it? It's well, it's no good at keeping a track of the distance of time. Neither. You know? I don't. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, anyway uh, details. Is, yeah, details. So, so she's just. We could find that out. I don't know, but we'll, no, we'll never. He be died able to in two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Yeah, oh, date no. of death: the fifth of October, two thousand eleven. Jeez. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's, that's, of pancreatic cancer. Yeah. Um, pancreatic cancer. Sorry. Um, not cancer of the pantry, Sharon. So her, his daughter. 
has just released a book, and it doesn't sound like he was a very nice father. He isn't left. He's left there basically next to nothing. But a lot of people said that worked for him. That he was a bit of a bit of a an a hole. She's just telling some stories in this book. One that I um, that I was reading in the article. So she went out to dinner with him, mm-hmm. uh, and they're in a restaurant. And he's like, "I want a carrot salad." And she was specifically uh, with his fingers saying how wide he wanted the carrots to be cut to the waiter. So like, I want the carrots to be this wide. Okay, no, no wider, no smaller. And then the meal's brought out, the carrot salad, which is an unusual dish to begin with, but yeah. it's brought out, and uh, he loses it. The carrots aren't cut specifically oh, to his really? requirements. Oh, my god! He starts throwing the food around the restaurant, orders the waiter to go back again. She brings out the next carrot salad, again not to his satisfaction. If he wants Makes the, the waiter cry. He should just go cut the carrots himself. Well, he's big. Um, apparently, he used to eat a diet that was pretty much just fruit and nuts. And that is of a true story. That's how apple came to be apple because that's what basically that he was into eating. Be weird to say, call it cashew. Yeah, or like steak. Yeah. <laughs> if he was so eating it. Yeah, right. So, yeah, oh, that was his diet, was just basically fruit, vegetables, nuts. So he ate those nuts. But not these not, nuts. Not these nuts. <laughs> no. Just those nuts. <laughs> you, you were okay. going to go with that one. Uh, anyway, so this book is quite interesting, released by a lot of, lot of information about her father, and uh, it made us wonder, it made us wonder what would happen if, you know, Ben's daughter were to release a book. Oh, it would be so informative. Ben, we have your lovely daughter Sienna in the studio. Put some headphones on, Sienna. How are you, mate? Good. Good to see you, mate. Always good to see you, Sienna. Sorry about weird Uncle Jono. Hey, Sienna, imagine if you wrote a book about your dad. Okay. Okay, what would you say about him? Good. Tidy. <laughs> good. good and tidy. What That's are you the beginning and end of the book. And is there anything, um, is, is there anything gross that your dad does? What's in his garage? Do you know? Well, we have a garage that's not very tidy. You're not allowed in there, eh? Well, we are, but not much. <laughs> no, they're trying to get you to do stuff that, yeah, like... like what are we trying to, to do, Ben? Explain to them what isn't actually in the garage, Sienna. Like, what? name three things that are in the garage. Just say you're not allowed in there, Sienna. No, just say, name three actual things that are in the garage. Like, you go downstairs and what do you get out of the garage? Swing. A swing? No, 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 just say, don't just say what Sharon's saying. Say, uh, no, don't, Dan's showing you a phone. Okay, and, so a swing. Actual, actual things are in the garage. That go what down. else is in there? Uh, there's our old TV. Yeah, thank you. What about, um, uh, Senate? There's no whips! <laughs> <laughs> trying to get her to say whips. <laughs> Producer Dan. Uh, corrupting my, my daughter here. Dan's holding a phone up in front of her trying to get her to say whips. But this is perfect because now we have the promo. Oh, oh we need. We have the promo. She didn't say anything revealing. In fact, she said the opposite of what you guys were trying to say. Did hit she? the music. Hit the music, Producer Carl. <sighs> oh. <laughs> oh, He's what? back. It's out now. <laughs> the unauthorised... Biography <laughs> of her father, Ben, bondage voice. <laughs> what was he hiding in that dungeon? Well, we have a garage that's not very tidy. It's full of things like... A swing? And <laughs> she said, not a swing. <laughs> he likes to go in there for hours and use his... Whip! 
She said, not whoops. <laughs> and when he comes out of the dungeon, he's feeling... Good. <laughs> but he doesn't keep the dungeon very... Well, we have a garage that's not very tidy. <laughs> he likes to go in there with his gimp and have a play on the... A swing. <laughs> okay. All right, this is all taken out of context. Sometimes he likes to be punished for hours with the... Whips. <laughs> okay, thank you, thank you. That's enough. And he that's comes out feeling... Good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, oh, I love you. Ben Boyce and Mary Boyce. The unauthorised biography. Out De- now. Definitely not on sale and definitely slander. It is The Edge, Jono, Ben and Sharon. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Friend of ours, um, something embarrassing happened to her at the doctor's. Yeah, I don't want to name her because we work with her and she's a lovely lady, but uh, she had uh, a bit of an accident. I think she was on her bicycle and fell off her bike and it resulted in her having to wear a neck brace. Oh, no. It's hard pulling off a neck brace, isn't it? Like, no one really looks... You just take this little Velcro thing in the back. <laughs> <laughs> you need to take it off like that. Oh, is that? Because oh, I've been wearing mine for like <laughs> yeah, 15 a, years. Yeah, Why didn't you tell me this yeah, earlier? Yeah. I've been face. like wandering around with this godforsaken <laughs> neck brace. I've been thinking about wearing a neck brace. It's hard to pull off, but if you want to pull it off, you just do <laughs> it. Yeah. So she's she, she's got a very sore neck, but she goes to the doctor to just get a bit of a, a you know a checkup to okay. see how it's going. Um, the doctor's very, very hot. He's a spicy hot doctor. Is like, he a, Doctor Mc Doctor McSteamer. Oh, McSteamer, I think. McSteamer. is a whole other. Yeah, that's a different sort of doctor. Yeah, I'm a McSteamer. You call him. You're so not good at sexy. I'm so. Doctor McSteamer's in the house. Oh God, is he? What? Anyway, so he looks. He's chiselled. Wonderful looks. Like she said, movie star looks. Wow. She pees her pants in front of him. In front of the doctor. Just, it just happened. It just happened. <laughs> it just happened, I think. I don't know. The body just, does some strange <laughs> things at times. Look at what Jono does on a daily basis. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, that happened in front it of the doctor. awful. No, no. Full boom. Just gushed <laughs> right there. And so he, obviously being a medical professional, he's like, he doesn't blink. He nah. doesn't, no, he they've seen it all. Yeah. But obviously she's mortified <laughs> that she's doing this in front yes, of a very good-looking doctor. Yeah. So we thought we'd throw it out this afternoon. Uh, embarrassing doctor's visit. I had one. Uh, I had to go for a medical a while back, you know, just for insurance purposes. And so they made me the ladies like, before you go see the doctor, why don't you go pee into this, you know, have the pee into the cup. And it's very hard to judge where you put the cup to how like how close or so I'd obviously gone too close. How big's the cup? The cup's not that big. <laughs> the cup's not that big, so I'd gone too close, and that resulted in a lot of splashback <laughs> over the top of the cup. And that, and I'd done like the full five-year-old like pulled my pants and my undies right to the ground. <laughs> you gone down to the ankles, so the splashback went old school all, went all over my underpants oh. and in my things because you know at the top like a fountain. And so when I had to go into the doctors, they'll be fine. I put it back up and it's a bit wet, and, but then I had to strip down to my. Next for the doctor, I had this massive wet patch oh my <laughs> and gosh. these grey jockey boxer shorts. I'm like, oh, do I bring up the fact that I'm, I was trying to say, like, I did have an accident with the thing. She's like, yeah, yeah, sure you did. And that day, Ben was like, you know what the dungeon needs? 
tap hold on. <laughs> <laughs> That's where I got the idea from. Yes. Went to Bunnings, got them some 30 metre by 30 metre tarps, baby. <laughs> I've had a few uh, various embarrassing doctor's visits, and I was going to tell one about an old friend, um, but I think maybe a bit graphic. But um, This one you told us before. That's still like, please it, don't tell that story. That's one for on air, eh? uh, Okay, no. so no, my husband and I, uh, when we were trying to get pregnant, we went to like a fertility doctor, and so you have to both give a sample mm. to see, you know, yeah, if, right. if everything works. Right. So they send Bryce off to get his sample. Yep. Yeah. So he's gone for, I don't know, like a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes back. <laughs> he comes back. He is sweaty. I was like, good work, babes. That was real quick. Cardio <laughs> 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 work out of there, guys. And he brings it back, and uh, he didn't know that you're supposed to then put the sample in the brown paper bag so that people can't see what your sample is. <laughs> oh, it's like he's walking Just through with us. So he's carrying his sample around. <laughs> Looks and like then, it's some tartia sauce you get from the fish and chip shop. So then he yeah. goes down uh, to where the nurses are and he goes, oh, I'm just going to hand my sample in and hands it over. <laughs> she picks it up, looks at it, shakes it and goes, yeah... No, this is the wrong place. I didn't need to look at that. And then gave it back to him. And apparently she was real hot. So then he was like, oh. And it felt, he said it felt like his like stuff had been rejected. And then he had to like walk it on the other She's end. She's like, and this the is whole, the chemist. The whole time, everyone's just staring at him like, why has that guy not got a brown paper bag? And he wasn't trying to hold it. He thought it was normal in a fertility place that everyone to see each other's sperm. It was not. <laughs> so if you're wandering around with a jar of any fluid from your body, it's not normal. Pip, what do you got, buddy? Uh, so I just I just went in for a, sort of like a, a chesty cough type thing and got antibiotics and stuff. And as I was kind of coming out, I, you know how you get a bit germaphobe at the doctors. And I um, sort of said goodbye, thanks very much, and got my script. And I reached over and sort of pumped this bottle full of stuff into my hand, thinking it was sanitizer, but it was lube. So, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> You're like, here we go. And, All right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and just as I did it, the doctor was like, oh, yeah, sorry. And then he just cracked up at me, and yeah, that was about it. I just stood there with this big pile oh, of lube in my hand. Driving, hand. driving home would have been interesting with the steering wheel. Whoa, just spit a 360 all over the motorway. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I just have to go to the bathroom. Not for that reason. Turns out the doctor's office, uh, usually the doctor just. Uh, Laughs it off. Laugh it so off. that's an absolute relief. I think you said before, they've, they've seen it all, right? So they're probably like, oh, well. It's like it. after you've had a baby and then the nurses come in and talk to you and the, you're mortified and they're doing things under your blanket and you're like, oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. And every time you're like, I'm so sorry you had to do that. And they're like, what? And it's they, their job. They it don't is. even notice that they've done things that yeah. they're doing. Like we don't even notice that we cram in 12 popular Top 40 songs and eight minutes worth of commercials well, an it's hour. That's just second nature it's to us, second yeah. nature. Yeah. Do you know Dan? I think Dan was telling me. His uh, his partner knows a nurse or something. Mm. And do you know what they have to do when people are, you know, to the point of constipation? What? Where they just, they can't do anything. Like, they they literally can't do anything. Mm. They have to put their hand in and pull it out. Oh, oh yeah. How? Not whole hand. It's just whole hand. <laughs> they have to pull the hand and then pinch it and then pull it out. I don't have I have actually got, I, produce Dan here, I have actually got a friend, she's a nurse, and she had to do that once. A whole That's ha- the story whole, he just told. Whole yeah, hand? Like, whole hand. Uh, no, not a whole but, hand. No, 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 they have to like... Get, get your fingers in there and just fingers. Pull it yeah. out. They <laughs> say that you might have to do that with babies sometimes. Yeah. Wait, 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 okay. wait, 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 wait. No, no, don't make it worse. It came out, but behind it was a bit of build-up. And it spurted everywhere, went in her mouth. Can I top that? No. <laughs> no. Let me top it. Let me top it. 
Let me top it. Let me top it. Don't top it. Sometimes it's very rare. You can get so blocked up. Yes, this is true as well. I've heard this. That your body can't get rid of it, and so the comes out your mouth. No. Yes, it gets forced back the other way. Google it. I asked my sister, who's a medical professional, and she was like, "It's very rare, but it can happen." She's been to a job where it happened. So can I just say, whatever nurses are being paid, we need to triple it. Triple it. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Tonight, 7.30 on 3, our TV show is back. We go to our first Warriors press conference. Someone won't talk to us there. Uh, we also try and prank Mark Richardson as well, try and get him to play cricket again because he used to refuse to ever play the game of cricket. He was a cricketer, Mark Richardson, yeah. first, and he won't play. He won't pick up a bat. Is it because he's gone viral so many times now with his famous cramp video when he gets cramped? <laughs> Maybe. That's really funny. So that Google that and make your day 10% better so right we, now. So good. We go to like extreme lengths to get Mark Richardson to play cricket. Check it. Check it out tonight, 7.30 on 3. Yeah, Annie, my mum, she, uh, some devastating news earlier in the week she had to call me about. This wasn't even text message news. She had to call me. She's like, I've been to something and uh, you, need, you need to be very concerned. You need to be very concerned. Okay. Um, and I'll call her. Hopefully, I oh know she's, she's in, on a girls weekend, isn't she? She's on a girls weekend getting lit in Sydney, I she think. She started well. a bit of a long run up to the girls weekend too. That was on a Thursday. My, my cousin, she's over there with my cousin and my auntie, and she, uh, my cousin sent me a photo. Five o'clock in the morning, she's drinking piss. Mum, is she? Yes. Oh, well, now we know who she gets that from. <laughs> how you get that from. <laughs> Hopefully she answers. But she went to like a, uh, it was like a course, and it was to do with television. You know, network television nowadays. Right. And uh, she's very worried. Your mum's very worried. concerned. She's not that worried right now. She's OTP. (laughs) If you start drinking at 5 o'clock in the morning, you're not going to answer the phone. She's probably lost her cell phone somewhere. Oh. Welcome to Spa. Oh, no, she's gone. This is Annie's phone. I'm on the booze. (laughs) (laughs) Just got me a pack of ciggies having a great night. No. So she went to a thing at Canterbury University. Yeah. And there's this guy going, how how television's dead. Oh, no. And television's dying. (laughs) She phones me in a fluster. She's like, you need to change your career. I was like, Annie, I can't change my career. She's like, no, I see, I don't literally know. I can't do anything else. I can't even do what I'm doing now good, <laughs> let alone change career. She's like, I went to a thing. It's dead. Netflix. Have you heard of Netflix? I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's quite a... <laughs> that's the first time she had heard of Netflix. Oh. She's like, have you heard of YouTube? <laughs> I was like, yep. She's like, another thing. It's attack- Everything's attacking television. Yeah. She's like, the internet's going to ruin television. I was like, Mum, this is not a new argument. Why are you just finding out about this now? So she's already sending me on email applications for other jobs I can do. Like what? Using the skills that I have now. What skills are they? Apparently the Christchurch Casino is looking for, like, an MC. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you'd be good at that. We should get you a gig there. You would actually be amazing yeah. as the you casino MC. All the, you'd be paid in beer, probably. She's like, have you thought about real estates? Like oh, doing no. real estate agents. You'd be bad at that. Yeah. No, he'd love something where he chats to people. Yeah, this. Yeah, so I mean, I'm getting, I'm getting other career options. Like being car centric. salesman, I think you're going to say, and that would be perfect for you. New or used? Oh, you'd be used, oh, I'd say. What do you mean I'd be used? <laughs> you'd be used. Well, you're used. You'd be you're used, used goods already. Sure. Yeah, well, you started another career. You've now started that. Oh, you'd be great at it, though. I'm a beaten up old 81. <laughs> <laughs> 85, mate. No warrant, no rich. <laughs> no you're careful, like- oh, lots of uncareful owners, really. <laughs> <laughs> Seats. <laughs> yeah, not sure if you're going to get there. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Now, Westside is on the telly uh, Monday night on three, and they've got a bit of a wedding, uh, the, the big wolf, wolf's wedding, right, Sharon? You know, oh, oh, oh. 
Wolf and Cheryl's reading, right? It's happening? Yes, it is. Everyone's been building up to this moment and it's going to be great because we waited for ages on Westside for Cheryl to appear. There was a big mystery and now she's there. She's been there for a while and now she's going to be marrying Wolf. You get Facebook. I got a Facebook invite for the wedding. And Did you? Yeah, yeah, and like you're gonna attend. I don't think you actually get to attend the wedding. Wow. Okay. Is it just like a viewing party? Yeah, it's just a viewing party for Monday night. Wednesday. Oh, just marketing collateral. Yeah. It's bullshit. What's this, mate? Why? Oh, getting th- a winning invite. I want to be there. <laughs> That's right. Eating canips. Maybe you canapes. guys should try that for your show. Invite people to have a wedding on That's your show. Probably a good idea. No one's RSVP'd, mate. Aww. <laughs> anyway, Sharon, uh, we thought this would be a timely moment for you to tell a story that you told us off air. But it's to do with Westside, and I thought, well, hey, let's just tell it. I mean, what no better one's... opportunity for you to tell that fun story <laughs> about Westside? That you the floor tell, is yours. The mic is yours. Just, you know, just tell. This isn't very funny. But it's a funny that's story. A, no, this was like a. That I said to you when I told you the story, it was a trust tree off air story. <laughs> but I just wanted to give you the it's opportunity not very, no. to tell the story because no. no one from Westside will be listening. No. Hey, even if they do, it's fine. It's past it anyway. Somebody tells someone. It's a funny story. No. It's a funny story. I said, John, it's up to you. I think you should decide because oh. it's we're split. No, it's mm. one of those. I, I, <laughs> the power is in my bald hands. I told you that that was an off air chat. I didn't make you talk about your off-air chats. I like that this is a safe place. <laughs> you guys. Okay. Nobody tell anyone. This is between Jono, Ben, me and you. If I never get another TV job because of this, it's going to be because re- people think I'm a thief. Okay, so <laughs> when Dancing with the Stars was on, it shot in the same place as like a few other t- TV shows like Shorten Street and Westside. And Westside were in the studio next to us. And... Um, we used to get catering on Mondays and the catering had come and I thought I missed it. So I looked in the fridge because there was a Dancing with the Stars kitchen only. So I went to the fridge and I opened it and there was a cake in there all cut up. Mm. And you like cake. I do like cake. <laughs> and it was the only thing left because everything else had been um, cleared up. So I was like, oh, I want to have a piece of cake. Well, look at this wonderful cake sitting in this fridge. <laughs> Lovely cake. I get it out of the fridge. Mm. And I'm unwrapping it, and I get a piece out. And one of the pe- the production assistants runs in, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Take a bite of the cake." I'm like, I was having some cake. I missed lunch. She's like, "Put down the cake." And I was like, "Whoa, fat shaming." She's like, "Put down the cake." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "What?" She starts freaking out. She's all flustered. She's like, "That's the West Side cake. That's Cheryl and Wolf's wedding cake." But she'd already cut a piece out of it. She'd I, already ruined the cake. You'd already put some in your mouth. I, I'd already eaten it. And it was. So you ate. We've Cheryl now realised maybe one of the most important Westside props of the season. Yeah. And I'd eaten. It's the wedding cake for this upcoming. And I don't. I don't know if they'd already filmed it or what, but I ate some of the cake mm. that they were using for Westside because I didn't want anyone to find out about it because. It's good. No one's. Found, I told. Listen, I, t- I told no one, one of our bosses. No one's found out and about. She was so apart dark. From Antonia oh. Preble. Who's been listening this whole time? Antonia Preble from Westside is with us. Hi, and she's, everyone. It's the cake eater. It's the cake eater, Antonia. So you're the cake eater, Sharon. The cake oh my eater. God, I'm so she's sorry. the cake eater. <laughs> I can't even love Antonia. It's okay. We only, we only had to postpone shooting for two days. Oh, no. No, you didn't. And only one. Oh, my God, I've got embarrassed tears. Only okay. one person lost the job. No, they didn't. So, well, it was up 
to them to look after the cake, obviously, because there was a lot in the wedding about the cake. It was hinging on the cake. Yeah. It was, oh, my God. As you'll see. So they lost their job. It was a nice cake. A bit stale, but a nice cake. <laughs> it was TV cake. It was a prop cake. It delayed shooting by two days. It did. It, yeah, only two days. Only so two days. We probably, no, did we probably only lost about $50,000. No, you didn't. No, she's kidding. Nothing happened. Everything oh, was fine. You're fine, you're fine. But you will, as you will see um, on when it, when it shows on Monday, that the, the cake is, in fact, a huge part of it. Oh, so no. you are now part of West Side History. Yes. yes. You have tasted the cake. Yes. The famous cake. You had it your was... cake and you could eat it too. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That is so embarrassing. <laughs> you're not allowed to, but you did anyway. How are you going, Antonia? Hey, good to see you guys. Yeah, well, I was quite pre- exciting. I've never done one of those hide <laughs> in the other room sort of things. Well, sure, sure. Antonia was listening to the whole thing and I they could see it. Antonia, people from Westside, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Sorry again about the cake. Good on you. Catch Westside Monday. Monday 8.30. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.